All right, all right, all right. Welcome back. What am I, Matthew McConaughey? Welcome back to the podcast. This is called The Fans Anonymous, episode six. We are into March. I think they say in out like a lion, in like a out like a lamb, in like a lion. I don't know what the saying is, but we've had our first major snowstorm. It's March. Feels like winter is just starting. And uh, for those big time NFL fans, it is hot stove time. Right now is this part, honestly, one of my favorite parts of the year for football. This is when guys are getting cut. Rumors are swirling. You know, baseball is still in the air. But if you're a team like the Jets, who has a lot of money to spend, you know, this is the time you're just salivating over every comment that comes out from any network, wherever it is. And uh, today's episode, we're really going to, you know, we're going to dive into. Uh, some draft. We're gonna talk some Jets, um, you know, prospective signings, free agency. What we're looking for to see the Jets do. Some hypotheticals. Uh, I'm gonna have a few people on. A couple of my cousins want to dive on. We're gonna dive deep into the Jets. Really get into probably a couple of disputed debates on maybe Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, a bunch of different guys, and uh, really get in there because you know what? 100 million dollars to spend. Jets have to spend money this year. They gotta sign some guys. They gotta surround Sam Darnold with talent. And, uh, I mean, this is the time to do it. Like, today, a lot of guys got cut today. And the news today was a uh, big linebacker, Mark Barron, from the Rams were cut. I think uh, Eric Weddle got cut today. Landon Collins. Uh, so, a lot of talent. I don't necessarily think the Jets will go after any of those guys. Someone like Justin Houston, who got cut, who would be phenomenal for the Jets because they need an edge rusher so bad. I mean, they have a hand with John Abraham. And that's, like, over 10 years ago. Actually, it's more than 10 years ago. That's, like, 15 years ago. So... We're going to dive into that. We're going to get to, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about, you know, where we see the Jets for next year as well. But uh, we're also going to come up with, uh, we're going to have a big Jets uh, draft podcast coming closer to the draft this next month. But I just want to get into, you know, what everybody feels are free. So you maybe see some people's predictions, who they like to see us get. Uh, we'll talk about some scenarios, things we're hearing about the draft. I mean, now. I mean, every day you hear who's getting drafted one, who's getting drafted two, all the all the mock drafts. Right now, Kyler Murray's the hot ticket. Uh, you know, a couple days ago, was he's the number one pick. Ninety like ninety nine percent of people saying he's the number one pick coming out of the draft, coming out of the college. And now there's a report coming out today, as I record this podcast, that uh, that old bastard Charlie Cashley is saying that he has uh, he has sources saying he had some of the worst interviews ever. Uh, he didn't know how to do the boards. It basically, just trashed the guy. So now it's like, you know, I mean, Rich Eisen, who I love, Big Jeff fan, on his show says that he has sources, like firm sources that told from the Cardinals that told Rosen he's their guy. So who knows? I mean, the Jets are sitting at three. Honestly, both scenarios work for the Jets. Uh, if Murray goes one, then the Jets are guaranteed to grab one of the pass rushers they really want. Whether it's, you know, really the two top pass punchers are, are Bosa, Josh Allen, and then, you know, Quinton Williams, who just blew the draft, who blew the combine, blew everyone out of the combine. He'll be there either way. But those two guys would fall to them. And then the other scenario would be that if Kyler Murray doesn't go one, and say Nick Bosa goes one, then the Jets are in a situation where they'd be looking for, if they look, if they like Quinton Williams, who knows, another interior guy, you know, they could grab him or Josh Allen, one of those guys. Or if their guys aren't there, then they're looking in a trade-back scenario, which they'd be really be licking their lips, which is something I'm personally, you know, I'm personally into. I, I would like to really trade back and uh, garner a lot of picks instead of even missing a second-round pick this year. But uh, either way, the Jets are in a good position. Um, yeah, so 
we'll get into a spirit of debate about that. And uh, hope you guys, you know, hope you enjoy. And uh, let's get to the interviews. All right, welcome back to the Scranton Fans Anonymous. This is my segment with my interviews. I just want to say that uh, I said we're going to have multiple people on. We had a couple of uh, unforeseen circumstances with a couple of guests, but I got my uh, my main jack guy on, my cousin Joey. What's going on, Joe? What's going on, Pat? How are we doing tonight? Uh, thank you for having me. Very excited about this podcast. Heard a lot of good things and uh, ready to make my debut. Hot and heavy. <laughs> Kisses. Oh my god. Anyway, so wait. Joe- by the way, I gotta I gotta throw something out there first. Yeah. Steve Senna, you are batting last in the lineup on opening <laughs> day, and there's no question that. So, <laughs> so a little background. That's he's talking about our boy. Supposed to be on this podcast. He literally has not answered us in like 25 minutes. He must have passed out to a coma. So he uh... either that or he's actually staring at the text message and still wondering <laughs> what the hell to do. <laughs> so he will be batting last on our softball team this year for that uh, for keeping the for keeping the people waiting. The people want what they need. All right, give it to them. Yes, Jesus. exactly. I mean, uh, his Joe. Uh, so my cousin Joe, his brother Dom was on the first uh, second episode. He was supposed to be on tonight, but he has some uh, baby things going on. You know how it is. You know, when the baby's crying, you got to take care of it. So we understand. I think it's more of the Bachelor, man. There's a lot of drama going on right now. <laughs> Our family's big Bachelor fans. I'm not a Bachelor fan, but I guess uh, he's a big Bachelor guy. I don't know. I don't really watch him, but that's a, that's a lie. I do watch him. My wife hates me, but let's not get to that. <laughs> so anyways, so my cousin Joe and Dom uh, – my uncle, my uncle Freddie, they have season tickets to Jets. So we go to, you know, they go to every game. We go to, you know, I go to as many games as they invite me to. Which <laughs> is a lot. Yeah. And uh, so they're really, you know, we're all just, I mean, come on, Joe, we're fucking, we're lunatics when it comes to the Jets. Big fans, you know, love them to death. I mean, we don't know why we do, but we do. And uh, <laughs> they cause us a lot of heartaches. Pain everywhere, but where this is the year, right? This is what we say. Yeah, every year. This is uh, the year. I actually just got back from the sports book again, through another solid hundred. Oh my god! I, I think uh, Mikey Max gonna make some big moves. <laughs> so, but like your dad, your dad always says he like we were watching the Jets last year, right? And uh, we were at my house watching. They just lost. I don't know what game it was. They got fucking blown out. And he like walked up the steps, and he's just like. He's like, do you guys realize that we literally plan our day around these motherfuckers? Like, we plan our lives around this shit, and they give us nothing. It's, it's just like, that's like the feeling that we have now. It's been a complete nightmare. I mean, it really has. But I got to say, talking to other Jeff fans around uh, town, everyone's excited about this year. And I haven't, yeah. we haven't been excited in the year in a while, which is it's just cool, man. It's that uh-huh. first time we got a quarterback who's slinging and dinging. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Before you say anything about the quarterback, <laughs> we gotta let them follow, we gotta let the listeners know, first of all. Should this guy Joe here, he I will say, listen, we haven't had a quarterback in a long time, so I guess if he's a pessimist, but this guy was so hard on Sam Darnold. Well, well he here's, sucks. Here's I'm a tough critic for one reason. <laughs> for, for you guys for you guys who don't know me, I am a big time gambler. So if you fuck me, guess what? <laughs> I do not like you. You go in the, you go in the box. So Sam Donald, the first couple of games, he looked like, you know, absolute shit. Yeah. So, He's a rookie. So listen, I told you. I'm a realist. I call it what it is. And uh, his You're last wrong. six, seven games, he really showed uh, He showed what's up, man. The guy, the kid's got some swag. He's got it for sure. And I think just because we're Jeff fans and we're so, 
we're so beaten down and, you know, bruised and battered that we don't really like, like when Sanchez was the quarterback, we thought he was the guy. We just don't ever feel like, we just don't ever feel like it, it's the real thing. You know, it's like, oh, is this too good to be true? So I kind of say, be like, oh, Sam, the real deal. But honestly, bro, like I told you all year, this kid is the real deal. Yes. I mean, and granted, I mean, we got to, let, let's see him, you know, go out this year. Yeah, year too. Yeah. His thing because the Jeff fans, we're, we're notorious for one year of seeing uh, a player and we're thinking that we're going to go to the fucking Super Bowl. But, you know, we don't. So, I think yeah. this is a huge year for the Jets. I mean, free agency-wise, draft-wise, cap, everything. Sam Donald looked great going to the last five games. Mm-hmm. If if next year they don't improve by, you know, five, six games, then I, I think we go back to just – Back to the drawing board, board yeah. and, and we cut his ass again. I think, <laughs> I think literally, honestly, like you could really like <clears throat> the Knicks this year is like the biggest year in their franchise history. You can honestly say the Jets this year is one of the biggest free. This is one of the biggest off seasons maybe in their history. I mean, they, this is the first time we've gone through an off season ourselves as fans, even not thinking about the quarterback. You know, every year it's like who's playing quarterback this year? What are we gonna do at quarterback? It's like wow, we don't have to like look at the quarterbacks. So it's like all right, let's build this team. So we're trying to mold our team how the rest of the league is. It's, like, very exciting. We have a lot of money. It's a lot of – I mean, not the best free agents. There's a lot of free agents out there. You know, they're, good, they're good enough. Yeah, they're good enough. But, I mean, like, we look at our roster, and obviously we're going to be a little bit homers and be like, oh, Robbie Anson's a fucking stud. But, like, I mean, what is he? He's like a number two, number three receiver, you know, straight line guy. So we're trying to figure out what do we need. And honestly, bro, when you got a young quarterback, what's the one thing you got to surround him with? Offensive line. Exactly. We have no and offensive play line. Ma- and playmakers. Yeah, Got playmakers. Playmakers in there. Well, speaking of play- playmakers, the combine just finished. What did you think of the combine? Who, who impressed you the most? So the combine, uh, you know, you got to give and take a little bit because I got to be honest with you, even though I'm a huge football fan, I think the combine's a bunch of bullshit. Yeah, and, me too. And, and uh, listen, the, these kids, are, it's, it's nice to see them fulfill their dreams and all, but let me just see. Like, how is a kid running a 4-4 running a straight line yeah. going to win me a football game? <laughs> when does that happen ever? And, and how is a kid benching two plates going to win me a football game? Yeah. I mean, they got to change the rules. I don't like what they're doing. It has nothing to do with football. Yeah. And you know what it is? You see these kids dominate in the combine. And, you know, I was looking at a mock draft today, and Montez Sweat, who was in the late first round or early second uh-huh. round, is now in the top ten. Is he? Because he ran a 4-4. <laughs> Wait, but he – and he was uh, – I think they said he was a tight end before they made him a defensive end. And he's very raw. And that's like, listen, the Jets are not going next to that. They don't need anyone that's raw talent that has a chance to be good. They need a guy who's guaranteed to be good. Yeah. They don't need that shit. No. I don't want to see that. But that, that's the problem with the combo. I mean, like, you got the – you got these big guys running four eights. Like, let's see them do some drills. Let's see some seven yeah. on sevens. Like, like this guy DJ Metcalf. I uh-huh. mean, I, I I'm a big fan of of watching these college games, and so I, uh-huh. I know a lot about college. And yeah. this is the guy who wasn't even seen in on ESPN. He wasn't even found on YouTube. He was hurt I mean, last year. Yeah. This guy must have the last two months said, "I better fucking just eat soybeans and avocado." <laughs> <Just> t- <laughs> TB12. <laughs> yeah, he, he did the TB12 method. Yeah, he's chat, bro. He's chiseled. He's chiseled. But, but the, I was reading that they said, "I mean, this can't be real." Listen, we have a cousin, you know, cousin Don from California. He does bodybuilding, and they say bodybuilders go between three and five percent body fat. The NFL said he came in at one point nine. I was reading that one point nine. You could literally die with that body fat. Like, you need body fat in your life. So, I don't know how that's even fucking possible. Did they make, take this kid a piss test? <laughs> well, here's the problem with the whole combine is 
people get drafted earlier because of the combine. So this kid is a smart kid, and yeah. he worked himself out the last few months. And guess what? Now he's going to get picked in the first round, uh-huh. make his millions, and torn his hamstring in the first <laughs> few weeks. <laughs> For sure. you know? I mean, listen. He, let's be real, though. We were, like, looking at our lips like, oh, man, this guy would look great with Darnold. But can the kid catch? You know, I don't care how fast you can run a straight line. It's all about – and they exactly. say, like, when you're that when you're that jacked and shit as a receiver, that's not good because you can't cut, you can't move, you got to tear an ACL. We want a guy who can run or fucking – like, Jerry Rice was not the biggest guy. He wasn't the most jacked guy, but he was the best route runner in history. We want somebody who can run routes, bro. So they can get somebody in the third round. They don't really need to waste – I mean, they're not going to waste the top five pick on a receiver. No way. No. Maybe I, the Raiders. And it's kind of like it's, – it's annoying that the NFL, which is so big that in the combine, they have all these scouts there. That you would think they say, you know what? Let's not do the forty anymore. Yeah. Let's let these receivers run every type of route: the slant, the out, the up, yeah. and, the up and out. All, all the, let's see what this kid could do because guess what? Now these teams aren't overdraft anymore. Instead of now we got teams calling in to trade for top five receiver who runs a four four. Yeah. So why? Where's he gonna run a fucking go every play? Exactly, bro. And when in the league do you ever run a straight line? Nobody you know, runs a straight line. You're bumped every play. Nobody runs straight. It's all about can you catch the goddamn ball, bro? We think I don't fucking Julian Edelman. What is he about a five? I don't even know. But he catches every goddamn ball to throw in his way. Yeah, yeah, because he because he knows how to separate. Exactly. And I think it would be good if they did the combine. If they they should make the corners cover the receivers, have Absolutely. a little competition. I, you know, but the only reason why they don't, I'm guessing, because the injuries. Yeah, yeah, injury. Exactly. Yeah, that would be terrible. If somebody just like blew a knee out, like. Exactly. I mean, but the, the problem is, is that everyone's getting these fault. This is a false information and. Uh-huh. Uh, it sucks because we're, everyone's over. I mean, look at Vernon Goldston a couple of years oh ago. Oh, my God. He dominated loser. the combine. He, <laughs> he did like 45 reps of two plates. Everyone's <laughs> like, this guy is going to grab the offensive lineman. And, and throw the thing out. He couldn't even move. Bro, he stunk. <laughs> he, he, didn't was... know, he didn't even know how to line up the right way. <laughs> <laughs> he was so bad. Yeah. That was the worst pick the Jets ever made. Hands down. I, well, oh. I mean, there's, there's been quite a few. Oh, a lot. There's a lot. But he was maybe the worst. I mean, you look at these guys at the combine. And, I mean, I think some of the things are good. Like, when you see, like, Quinn and Williams run a 4'8 at 300 pounds, that's, like, impressive. Yeah, that's, like, I agree. Holy shit. Like, what the fuck? No, what you... I, so, I actually uh, – Quinn and Williams is interesting because, you know, I, I, big, those big Alabama guys, you got to uh-huh. love. I mean, they're, they're just freakish people. And you've been to an Alabama game this year, right? Yeah, and, you know, those guys all love uh, those players. Man, they treat them like fucking famous uh, celebrities out there. Yeah. Which they deserve to be because those kids are just – Freakish people, uh-huh. but my point is, what the Quinn and Williams guy is, people are, are really not talking about how this kid is three hundred pounds <laughs> running a four eight. That's not normal. Does anybody understand what he'll do to you if he hits you, dude? Murder you. So I mean, I was on Twitter earlier this morning and I saw, oh, the typical Jets are going to draft Quinn and Williams. Yeah, it's like, are you like retarded? Do you know yeah, like... about football? Like you act like that's a bad pick. Yeah, it's not. I think it's – some people are saying it's the safest pick in the draft. I mean, they also said Leonard Williams was the safest pick in the draft. The fucking guy couldn't – he couldn't buy a sack. But if they get somebody like Quinn and Williams, you know, he lines up next to Leonard, maybe the kid starts getting some sacks. Well, yeah, you got to figure if they get Williams, the, the middle is going to be just absolutely that, – that's – you're putting two big giant guys up in the middle and you're hoping you're spinning somebody. But listen, we were talking who we want. We we got to push for a fast speed edge guy, and um, hopefully Quentin Williams fucking tosses his uh, his hammy up. So <laughs> good. <laughs> so today they're saying uh, everybody combine. They're saying like Kyler Murray's number one pick. 
you know, get like 99% of the people saying Rose is getting traded, whatever, all that shit. I don't believe it. Well, so then, like, Charlie Cassidy came out a couple hours ago saying that, like, uh, Murray had the worst interviews, like, ever or some shit. Like, basically abusing the guy. So now it's like, all right, we'll find out if this is true or not because if he gets picked. So, really, it's like two scenarios for the Jets. If Kyler Murray goes one, now automatically you got Nick Bosa, Josh Allen, and Quinn Williams will be there no matter what. Wait, can I, can I just say something? Go ahead. Kyler Murray is an Arizona Cardinal, and that's a fact of life. You think so? I know so. <laughs> you know, so, yeah. Yeah, I know so. I'm gonna tell you why. Okay, go ahead. This kid and and Cliff Kingsbury and the father are very very close. If yeah. you think for one second that the father <laughs> and Cliff Kingsbury didn't get in touch with each other in the last month, everyone's <laughs> out of their goddamn mind. You can tell that Josh Rosen is not their guy. He, they, he just yeah, but Rosen's not bro. Rosen played on a team with the worst offense. Like, I want – personally, like, I never thought Sam Darnold would be there. So, Rosen was the guy I wanted. I don't think he's – I think he's good. I think – I think I don't know how good he's going to be in the pros. I always thought he was okay Listen, it's not, it's not about that, though. It's more of the sense that this guy Kingsbury and, and Murray, they work very well together. They've known each other for a while. The, I guess. the league is going into the, the way where now let's get these, these fast quarterbacks with yeah. cannons of arms. And Murray, yeah, like Murray in a dome, bro, is, is a very dangerous player. And I know Kingsbury's sitting there right now drawing up plays and jerking. <laughs> I think it's very interesting for him to be there. But so I forgot who – I think, like, Daniel Jeremiah from, like, NFL Network, he was saying, like, you look at it two ways. They trade Rosen. Even, if they trade for a third-round pick, they're, they're fucking crazy. Like, that's crazy. You pick a top-ten pick and then you lose a third-round pick to him. It, it makes no sense. But if they get Murray, right, so really you're getting Murray – Losing your first round pick last year and losing Bo- Bosa because you're not picking him. Yeah. If you keep Rosen, you keep your pick. You know, you keep whatever. You keep Rosen, your first round pick from next year, and you get Joey Bosa. So are you really adding by subtracting? You know, well, like what's better? Well, you, listen, we all know how big the quarterback is, and yeah. if Kyler Murray plays the way he can play, then it's it's worth it because let's let's be honest, the kid's a hell of a playmaker, probably the most athletic kid in the draft. And uh, I, I think drafting – I mean, I'm sorry, hiring Kingsbury, who's a college guy. Yeah. I think this calls for a Murray move. I really do. And I think this, you know, gets Jets lucky again, which they've been lucky the last few years with Don, yeah. Adams, Williams. Uh, yeah. I think this this possible, let's pray, that Bosa lands in our uh, – Bro, our if, oh, my God, dude, listen. If Bosa lands – if some miracle Nick Bosa goes to the Jets at three – I'm calling Joe Beningo the day after, and I tell him. Is that, who Joe, that, is that who Joe wants? He don't know shit about, like, the draft and stuff, but, like, he knows Nick Bosa's the best lineman. But it's like last year, no one thought Darnold would fall. Because no one thought Kyle Murray was going one. So if somehow he goes one, and say the Niners, you know, I don't know why they wouldn't want Bosa, but say they like somebody else better, you know what happens. If the Jets get Bosa too, you know something's changing, like the Jets' fortunes. Because there's no way yeah. that that happens two years in a row. No, nah, like you got to feel I've like been, what is going on for months now in our our chat, man. Nick yeah. Bosa coming to the Jets it just changes everything about that franchise, man. Oh my God, bro! Talk about dogs. I got a dog. He's a dog. He loves football, yeah. and he ran a four like eight something. Everybody was like, "Who gives it?" It's it fun Do you see how big his quads were, bro? He will fucking <laughs> he will kick somebody to the floor. <laughs> Wait, so Murray goes one. Jets are guaranteed to get Bosa or Josh Allen, who I love Josh Allen too. He's from actually go. He went to Monaco High School, right where the pizzeria is. I even know. So like, he right. is, how do you say the Gallic Knots were? <laughs> That's how he got to Kentucky. He was supposed to go to Monmouth. He went to Kentucky because he said the pizza stinks here. <laughs> <laughs> no, wait. So he was originally supposed to go to Monmouth. 
he was like a day away from committing the Monmouth, and Kentucky gave him an offer. So he ended up going there, whatever. Oh, I he, guess made, like, he made a good move. Yeah, Avery Williamson <laughs> likes him a lot. He's from Leon, Jersey. So if Murray goes first, the Jets get either one of the guys. They're in good position. Now, if Murray doesn't go one, okay, they take Bosa. Number two, I don't know what they're thinking, the Niners, whatever they do. The Jets are in an awesome position. So say Allen's off the board and Bosa comes off the board, right? Now you're sitting there either Quinn and Williams or somebody's going to want to trade down. Me, bro, I am freaking trying to trade that pick and trying to get whoever wants Kyler Murray to come down. The Jets should go get a ransom for that pick. Yes, I, I definitely agree on that. And I, I would definitely trade down, try to grab a second, uh, maybe two twos. Uh, and then, you know, I, I truly believe that they're going to sign the offensive lineman in the free agency. So I, I don't think we're going to need to draft one. Uh-huh. But I, I this is the year you got to go get that young edge speed. Oh, yeah, this is the year for sure. There's a, there's so many. Bro, the top ten, there's like, there's like six of them going to the top ten. The bottom line is if you're a New York Jeff fan out there, you are holding your hand. You're praying every night <laughs> that Cliff Kingsbury takes his guy. Yeah. Because then we are sitting pretty with one of the top pass rushers in the league. And, you know, either Josh Allen or Nick Bosa, I think either or will get the job done. Because, you know, the only way you're going to beat Mr. Brady, who yeah. you know, I, I actually now love. Oh, shut up, please. I'm which, I am a very hard Jeff fan. Don't get me started. Say, this guy is uh, my hero. Oh, shut up, <laughs> oh, please. I would throw you off the podcast in one second. I want to hear it. Don't start with me. Uh, this fucking guy. But listen, that, I still want him. When we play each other, I want the guy dead. But exactly. The best he, scenario for the Jets is if Murray goes first. I, I agree. Because honestly, Quinn Williams might be a good pick to get the Brady because that guy's pressure up the middle. And you know what? Aaron Donald, bro. I mean, he kind of reminds me a little bit of Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald lost a lot of weight throughout the years in the league. He didn't get abs until this year, he said. Oh, no, absolutely. No. Listen, I'm, I'm okay with Williams, too, because I think then at least the Jets, uh, they'll stuff the run every single game. You won't be able to. They'll be one-dimensional. Yeah, game. but I feel like if the Jets do, if they get to the third pick, someone will come down for a quarterback. And if they can get themselves another first-round pick, it's a no-brainer. To oh, me, absolutely. I don't care where they're going, because next year with all that talent, there's so many receivers coming out next year. Like, the kid from freaking Clemson that we love. What the hell is his name? Uh Oh, I can't the receiver? Yeah, I kept it in the, in the uh, championship yeah, game. I know. He's, he's unbelievable. But he's yo, he, can't, he can't come out next year, though. Wait, he's a junior next year. No, he he, he played as a true freshman. No, that's a kid that's from Alabama. The other kid, he's, uh, I can't remember his name. Uh, it's an H. I got I, I to look it up. But whatever. <laughs> he's coming out. There's a ton of guys coming out next year. It's known as one of the best skill position drive classes in, like, the last 30 years next year. So, if the Jets get a number one, I mean, you have to do that. I don't care if Quinn Williams on the board or not. Let me say, I'm actually. Are you talking about T. Higgins? Yeah, Higgins. There you go. Love him. Who was Love the him. Who was the kid that was dominating uh, Justin Ross? Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's a kid from Alabama. Yeah, I mean, he, he he's born Alabama. He plays. He, he put on a show, man. Yeah, bro, it's ridiculous. There's so there's literally so much skill next year, and so so pivot from that, right? The Jets whatever. Say the Jets draft whoever they draft. Quinn Williams, Allen. I feel like they'll be okay at three, unless Mikey Mack like. Does something like so stupid, drafts like a fucking like left tackle, which the Jets need. But come on, let's be real, they're not drafting a left tackle at number three. No, so, I don't think so. We pivot to like this. We don't have a second round pick. The rumors are like Mikey Mack wants to get another two. It's gonna be hard for them, dude. Like they have two threes unless they you know trade up into the second round to grab somebody. But the Jets have interviewed. I think they interviewed like like fifteen running back prospects. So it's kind of looking like, I mean, the rumors on Bell. So let's get into like free agents, I guess, and like trade rumors. Le'Veon Bell, right? I'm big into Le'Veon Bell. I've won him since day one. What do you think? You want Bell? 
not only do I want Bell, you, you, we need Bell. Oh, exactly. And, and here's my here's my reasoning why. Now, listen, the Jets just simply just do not have playmakers, man. And people could say, you know, Le'Veon Bell this, Le'Veon Bell that. Here's the thing about him: the guy performs. The guy is an absolute animal. Yep. And here's the thing: Jet fans, though, who cares about how much money he wants? He is. It's not coming out of your bank account. Exactly. It's not your fucking so money. Give the guy what he wants. Get him to New York, March 14th. Would he get your jet probably from fucking England? Fuck <laughs> it in his backyard, sign him to a four year, 60 million deal. Exactly. And get him here. Because you know what that does? It puts us back in the headlines. It gets exactly. the Jets' name back out there. Yep. And now Jets football is back on talk, baby. Oh, and it adds talent. The Jets have no talent. So people that call up the radio like that, yo, like, call, like Benigo wasn't big on the, again, with Benigo. He wasn't big on Bell. And like Evan's trying to like convince him. And I'm just I tried to call today. My phone line like sucked. I was gonna be like, yo, fucking Le'Veon Bell, like, you talk like, oh, I don't want to give him this much money. He'll only do good the first year. Who gives a shit? We got a hundred million dollars to spend. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't him... understand why fans do that, man. It's Dude, like, wait, is that are they asking for your route number for Yeah, like, yo, you can give him 15 million a year, and literally we will still have the second highest pay uh salary cap space. The Jets need playmakers. People forget, listen, the guy sat out of here, so maybe people forget this. He arguably is the best running back in football. Yeah, you got all these other guys who are great, Gurley and Gordon, whatever. But Le'Veon Bell does what those guys don't really do. He catches the ball out of the backfield. He's a receiver and a running back. And that's why I want him for that simple reason. Listen, if you're talking about just running backs, I don't want him. Yes. Because you know why? We could you anybody in the world. Like a Mark just, Ingram. Like I don't need somebody like that. No, but listen, any let's call it what spade for spade. I mean, a, a running back could just hit the hole, man, and just and just go. That's yeah. why those those guys in the third, fourth round, they're very good too. The reason why Bell is worth every penny because now you're getting a young quarterback who's you know who's starting to look really good. Now uh-huh. you get Bell who could catch 90 balls out of the backfield. Dude, easy. Look at Tom Brady. The guy throws the ball to the receiver. I mean, to the running back every single every down. play. It's a joke. And you know what's the sickest thing is like they talk about oh Le'Veon Bell. Uh, he sat out. He whatever. Bro, he did not do anything that wasn't. You know what? He did something smart. I don't think he's like a quitter or anything. They used him more than anyone in the league. They ran him into the ground. He wants to get paid fair value. So you know what? He sat out of here. That's good for us. That's one year less of wear and tear on his body. Yeah, I mean, you know, he has a lot of wear and tear, but he took a year off. He's fresh. I mean, I don't know if he's 300 pounds. We're going to all the strip clubs and shit. <laughs> I don't know what he looks like. Listen, that guy that guy has been uh, in the training facility. He has to. Yes. He, listen, he's about to sign the biggest deal of his yeah. life. He wants 17 million. Moment. Listen, I'm looking at his stats right now. We're talking about the last two years he played, 85 receptions and 75 receptions. Dude, he's ridiculous. That's more than the Jets' number one and two combined. Exactly. And you know what? I want to give a shout-out. If anyone, like any Jet fans are listening, if you follow this, the Jet Take on Twitter or this guy Joe Caparoso, he does the Jets, like Jets.com, he breaks down the numbers for all these players. And he thinks – and he honestly, he's like, it is ridiculous that nobody – everyone is against Bell. He makes the team better. There's no one else out there, dude. Free – the last time they got someone that good was Curtis Martin, a free agency. All right, yeah. I mean, listen, it, it's like I said, it's not, it's not a want, it's a, it's a need. It's like, yeah. wa- it's like water at this point. You need exactly. It. You, exactly. Don't, you don't want it. You need good it. analogy. That's <laughs> we're, good. We're man. not looking to get iced tea here. We're looking for water. <laughs> <laughs> you need it's it. True. Quench our thirst, man. We need it. <sighs> and like, I you know what, honestly, bro. Yes, running back right now is like the least valued position. It really is. Like you could find a running back anywhere. I mean, that fat bastard on LA, what's his name? Uh, CJ Anderson was sitting yeah. on his couch eating CJ fucking Anderson. Doritos. Super Bowl. So they could find someone. 
But yes, undervalued position. But the Jets have no. The power the Jets have no talent. They need talent. So you got to bring talent in. Bottom line, you got to surround the kid with talent. I agree. That's I mean, this, that's that's the only way the Jets will ever go anywhere is is go get some talent, man. That's yeah. That's just it. You got a good quarterback now. Go get some playmakers because at the end of the day, all you're gonna do is start his growth if you don't get him his guys. Exactly. And eventually, we're gonna have to pay Sam. So now these next four years is the time you spend money on other positions because eventually, if Sam becomes the quarterback we expect him to be, we're gonna be spending a lot of money on him, and then you can't have all that talent. Then you have to grow the talent for the draft. But right now, we can spend it on all those positions. I expect him to spend it. Now, if they get outbid, you know, by another team, which is possible, which would be a joke that they fucking get outbid by anybody. <laughs> they should pivot, I think, to Tevin Coleman, who I think is a pretty good running back from Atlanta. He was supposed to – he was drafted to be their number one until Devontae Freeman won that job. But he's played every year. He's a great pass catcher. I don't know, runner – I mean, not the best runner, but like I said, you can pair him with a rookie running back. They talked to 20 running backs at the combine. They're going to draft somebody probably. Yeah, te- you know, thinking about Tevin Coleman, I guess you know he's got good speed on him. He's never really uh, had the opportunity to play because – his, his stats are really not much. I mean, they don't jump up at you. Yeah. No, they don't jump at you. But you know what? It's definitely better than uh, McGuire. And uh, oh, I think, oh my gosh, I think I love Powell. He's a Jet, but I think it's time for him yeah. to move on too. Yeah, I think he will. And Coleman's only twenty five, and I think he has like they said he has not a lot of wear and tear. He's only twenty five. He'll be twenty six soon. Yeah. So if they draft Coleman, listen, they already talked to uh, Benny Snell from Kentucky, who I like a lot. They talked to the kid Love from Stanford. They talked to a lot of running backs, and all of them said they want to play with Donald. They want to play with Jamal Adams, which, I mean, they're on the offense. It doesn't really make any sense. <laughs> but <laughs> So, I think the Jets plan, I don't know what, you know, obviously I have no insight. If they don't get Bell, and even if you get Bell, I would still draft a running back. Why not? Oh, you know, absolutely. You get, no, they need, they need, they need no, a they have back. to. They have to. And they have two third-round picks. Those third-round picks have to be one skill player and an offensive lineman or two offensive linemen. That's what they have to do. So, get Coleman and pair him with a rookie running back. That's what they should do. Yeah, and I got full confidence in uh, in, in Mikey Mack this year to, to pull some moves. I, I truly actually believe that, that the Jets' luck is going to start turning around our way. Fucking better. He's getting fired. <laughs> well, <laughs> hello. Yeah, me, me and my brother, we met him uh, last year around this time, actually. Uh, oh, yeah. Coffee tell you, this guy is in his laboratory right now and just sipping on a cafe latte <laughs> with extra, extra sugar. He drinks a lot of coffee, right? He told us that day he he was drinking about like seventeen that day. What a he's got a heart attack. Yeah, and uh, rightfully so. If they don't make the playoffs this year, <laughs> bro, I will poison his coffee if he makes the wrong picks. Like he, like, let's be real. Like he, they had every right to fire him this year if they want to. Because if you look at, I mean, the, how you look at the GM success, you look at head coach, which I mean, he really didn't hire Bull, so I give him a break. But you look at the draft and his driving, he got saved by Donald and Jamal. Other than that, there wasn't much great, you know, great picks he's had. Your picks, one, first round, second round, not where you make your money. You make your money in the late rounds. And he's been atrocious in the late rounds. Let's be real. Well, the whole – yeah, I mean, every GM we had has just been just, oh, my God, abysmal. Yeah. Bro, actually, Tatum well, Mr. T, when we had Eric Mangini, if you actually look at those teams that Rex had, those were all Mangini's guys. So, he actually did a pretty good job. He just got fired for being a fucking weenie. <laughs> Well, we didn't have a quarterback either, really. Yeah, Favre. I mean, fucking Brett Favre. Brett Favre. So listen. So now, okay. So whatever. They get Coleman. They got to get Coleman or Bell. One of those guys. We agree on that. Did you? Now, let's did go you to see, Did you see all the the guys who actually got cut t- tonight? Oh my god, dude! Landon Collins. I'll tell you who I want, man. I, sign Eric Weddle right now. 
Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't know if safety is a priority for it's them. Not a pro- Listen, that guy, you get him with Adams and, and let him teach him a little bit because he's, uh-huh. he's a one-year, $8 million deal, very cheap. And you get yeah. that veteran guy in the backfield who just could – because let me tell you something. The Jets last year, their defense kind of sucked too with, with it did suck. coverage. Yeah. You need you need I mean Marcus May, hopefully he stays healthy because he's a yeah. he's a baller. But you know what? Right now we can't trust you. Two years back to back you're hurt, well, <laughs> now you're on the shit list. <laughs> sure, you lose favor very fast. Yeah. Well you're on the you're on this now you gotta do something. Let's see what you yeah. got. They do need listen, they do need another safety just because of that also. I mean Weddle probably won't be a lot of money because I think he's past his prime with like that contract. But isn't he? He's kind of like the same type of safety Jamal is. I feel like he's like in the box, he's all over the place. They need somebody who could cover out there. I thought he was. He wasn't a. He wasn't a cover guy. No, like Jamal covers like the tight ends. I feel like Weddle is the same type of guy. I don't. Th- they need a guy who's gonna you know roll out deep. You know, stay uh, stay back, make sure guys don't get fucking blown by. Yeah. I don't think he's that type of guy. It'd be nice to get Earl Thomas, no, bro. Uh, I don't really want our Thomas. I think he's past his prime. I think, and he's gonna want a lot of money. Honestly, bro, I would like like Tyron Matthew again. He's a free agent. You know, I was talking about that today at work with, with Matt. I think he's a little overrated, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. I, I think he, he makes I plays. Think, I think he gets abused a lot, man. Eh, I met him last year <laughs> with. So we were supposed to have my cousin Vin was supposed to be on today. Wait, he'll be on next week. You guys are gonna. This guy's a fucking riot. I mean, he's like literally just comedy yeah. out of his mouth. <laughs> so he met. Tyron Matthew in the Bahamas last year, and he's walking next to him. And he's like, "Yo, honey badger." He's like, "What's up?" He's like, "What the fuck, man? You don't choose the Jets?" <laughs> and he's what like, "Oh, man, man." He was like, "Ah, oh, come on, man. I'm just playing. I'm just playing." He's like, "But I'm not." <laughs> it was fucking fun. And, and for people who don't know, this this cousin will actually uh, put Tyron Matthew in a, in, a, in a pretzel. In a pretzel. <laughs> <laughs> in a suitcase. Yeah. And ship him back to Houston. <laughs> so it was like, that was funny shit, man. But he was like, yeah, he, just, you know, he thought he was going like, to win a Super Bowl with Houston this year. But I think they might resign him. But then, yeah, there are a lot of safeties. Landon Collins, Matthew, Weddle. Uh, who else is out there? There's a couple others. Oh, haha, Clinton Dix, who I like a lot. Yeah, but I don't think the Jets are going to spend money on safety. No, Which... it's, listen, it's not. It's not one of their like needs. But listen, yeah. it, it helps if you sign like a good, uh, a good guy. Secondary. But they need a corner. I would like a corner, and I saw CJ Mosley also is. Uh... Yeah, so that too. They could use a linebacker too. I mean, who knows about Darren Lee? I mean, he's fucking suspended every yeah. year. Darren Lee is in bounce right now, drinking uh, cocktail <laughs> on the road. That guy is a party animal. Bro, if you go out and see him again, you better tell him, like, I'm going to throw you a beat if you don't get the fucking practice. Yeah, too bad he'll grab it. He'll put his hand over my head and, and throw me out the fucking window. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? The Jets are so obsessed with, like, oh, we, like, Avery Williamson, I, I like a lot. You know, Darren Lee could be all right. He's not that great. Let's be real. And who else is the other linebacker they got? They really don't have anyone else. No, so why not? Uh, that's why I'm kind of mad that we don't have a pass rusher because I, my, my, yeah. my number one guy who I truly want would be. Devin White out of LSU. Oh my God, Listen, was a beast! If you watch football, man, those linebackers are, are really what's winning you the games. Because yeah. Devin White is a bad, bad boy. Yeah, he is. He's good, bro. And he wanted to play with Jamal too. Everyone wants to play with Jamal. Well, all, yeah. Well, Jamal got. The, I want to play with Jamal. Jamal's got that swag, man. And he does. And you know what? Too the Jets. You know who's a free agent too that I think would be very interesting. The Jets could get Anthony Barr from Minnesota. He's a free agent, bro. He's a good linebacker. Yeah. He hurt Rodgers. I can see that, I can uh, see them going for him. I don't know. I don't know what their plan is on defense. They obviously need edge rushers. They need a nickel corner because uh, screen stinks. 
Get him the fuck out of here. He sucks. <laughs> Tremaine Johnson fucking stinks even more. Well, Waste listen, let's not money. write the book on on True yet. I, I think fuck uh, him. I, I don't think he. I don't even think he was interested in playing last year. Oh, that's great to hear. After <laughs> you make eighty million dollars, oh, I was interested because we're good. Well, the, gro- the, the groin in, the groin injury hurt him. I don't know, bro. Listen, right now he's on. You want to a shit list? He's on my shit list. <laughs> oh, and he's not that young. You know, the Jets had to sign him. I understand. Like they did the right thing signing him. But I think Ronald Darby's out there. They should sign him. They need a corner. So, I mean, I think Darby's – isn't Darby the guy that uh, that fucking made that uh, mistake on the Rams for you? <laughs> it's just saying. No, that was uh, – oh, my God. I would love to Darby. kick his ass, bro. <laughs> oh, Coleman. Coleman. Robbie Coleman. Coleman. <laughs> the best thing well, after the game, he goes, I, he, goes, he goes, I hit the shit out of that motherfucker. <laughs> like, for all the listeners, Joe had a yeah. tough game in that Saints uh, Rams game. Listen, cost, shout out to Roger Goodell, man. Uh, that guy is. <laughs> is I, 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 I still want to know that he still didn't come out of the statement yet. I want his job. He has the best job in the world. $40 million to blow calls. Oh, Jesus Christ. I don't want to get Joe into it because he will literally go on for hours about that game. Well, so let's just focus on Let's keep focusing on the Jets. <laughs> <laughs> and let's get into something that we disagree on. But he, we have like wars on this every day. And that is the man, the myth, the blonde mustache, Antonio Brown. You want Brown. I do not want Brown. State your case. Why the Jets should get a team cancer and bring him in. <laughs> well, first off, how, how do you not want that, that, that guy smiling and, and all those ads in New York City? Smiling? <laughs> Fuck his smile. A fucking crack that that $20,000 fake smile, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Well, Bro, he's a fucking loser. Listen, this is why I want him, and because I'm I, speaking as a diehard Jeff fan right now. You definitely changed your opinion a little bit the last few days after his interview. I am sick interview. and tired of the bullshit. You ever hear the quote? I am sick and tired of being <laughs> sick and tired. <laughs> you know what? I, I just had enough of of seeing horrible play. I'd rather watch sure. my little cousin two year old football game than that sometimes. <laughs> You get Bell. I mean, you get Brown because at the end of the day, the kid, the, New York fans don't give a shit if you kill somebody. If you catch it's the true. ball on a thirty-eight up the middle and you get a first down, all they're gonna do is celebrate with you, and then they're gonna cheer on the murder with you. <laughs> so it's kind of it's true. I, like, that, see, people don't understand about New York fans. We don't care about your personal life. You could be gay. You could be fucking lesbian. You could do anything you want. If you produce yeah, sure. on the field for us, we are going to wear you dirty. DUIs, fucking uh, sell drugs. It doesn't matter. Whatever you do, as long as you perform. That's all we want. We want yeah. to, and listen, Brown will go up the middle, and he will 100% be catching slants to the, to the dome. Yeah, but you know what, though? Slants to the dome, my ass. He wants a new contract, first of all. He was in an interview. Yet- now I'll get my fucking say out. He was in an interview yesterday in his fucking mansion that he paid <laughs> off cash. Oh, congratulations, bro. Oh, I got I had five contracts from the Steelers. I made over a hundred something million. Yeah, well you wish you you wish you were him. Obviously. Well, so but I also point. wish I also don't want on my team someone to say, I don't need football. Well, great. Oh, come on over. Yeah, we need somebody who doesn't need football. Well, of course Get he doesn't need football. He, he, he's just being honest. He doesn't need football, but he, he said he wants it. Dude, if he was on the Jets, if he was on a New York franchise, and he spoke like that, he would be fucking abused. Not, He's not, a no, tiny he wouldn't. No, see, no, he wouldn't. What? If he, if he, so what? bro, Pat, if he had a 10 catch performance for uh, 115 yards and a touchdown, he could say, I'll piss on Woody Johnson after the game. And the fans <laughs> will say, I will pee on him with you. And what I'm saying to you is, this guy is not what they need the Jets. 
They need they, like Jamal. Jamal, I don't think we get along with this guy. How's they that, not what, we, how's that not what we need, bro? Yes, the talent wise, we need, but the headaches that come with this guy, dude. He had the most touchdown counts in the NFL last year. He was thriving. He's on a team that should have won a Super Bowl in the last five years, and he still quit on his team. Can't deny he quit on his fucking team the last game of the year. Didn't even show up. Yeah, he fucking complaining about the quarterback who is the leader of the fucking team because he calls you out, you little bitch. And then he got mad <laughs> that the other receiver won the team MVP award, and he got paid. He got his contract. So what the fuck are you crying about, you fucking bitch? And you know what I hope <laughs> happens? I hope they ship his ass to Tennessee. Who they said Tennessee's looking at him. I don't want to go to Oakland because Derek Carr's a good quarterback. Go to Tennessee with Marcus Mariota and see how fucking great you have it with that motherfucker throwing you to football. Let's see how much you're. Oh, I love football. See, yeah, we're okay. gonna see. This is where you're. This is where I understand what you're saying. But like, you're taking what he did in Pittsburgh and you're letting it hurt you, your feelings. You get all. You get, my all you get all butt hurt. Which oh, okay. you shouldn't care. He didn't do that to the Jets. He did that to the Steelers, bro. Who cares about Pittsburgh? Well, I'm saying to you is that's okay. First of all, other than the Patriots, before the Patriots, the Steelers are maybe one of the top organizations in the NFL, classiest, most respected. Yeah, how do you know? Did you work in the front office? It's a known. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 what? Google, thing. Wikipedia, <laughs> dude. It's a known thing. Like everyone knows, the Steelers are one of the classiest organizations, yeah. next to the Giants, next to the Patriots. For him to be like that with that team. How is he going to do with the Jets, who's a fucking circus half the time? Our owner, all he cares about is, you're going to love New York, man. You're going to party in New York. Shut the fuck up, stupid Christopher Johnson, you idiot. Bro, let me tell you something right now. Right now, it's all about the playmaker. Who cares? You're a fan. You don't, you don't own the team. You don't coach the team. You don't manage the team. You're a fan. You want the yeah. best playmakers. If AB well, comes I'm- on the field and he fucking – Looks at Ed, my dad and says, "Fuck you! You go, you go, you go along with it. It's all about the playmaking." And what happens when he gets on the field and he fucking, you know what? He doesn't get a ball thrown his way by Sam. And after the game, he goes, "Oh, this fucking rookie doesn't know who he's dealing with." Then, You're gonna like that. And guess what? We go another year without winning. Oh, great! Yeah. With, okay, all right. So say they go after Antonio Brown. This is another thing I'm gonna fucking crazy about. What would you trade for him? What pick would you trade for this guy? You would trade the third overall pick for this guy? No, You're no, crazy. I wouldn't do that. That's crazy. Uh, okay. I would do next year's second round. Yeah, I guess. I, yeah, I mean, we don't have a second round this year. If the Jets said we're going to trade both third round picks this year for him, would you do that? Both third round picks yeah. for Antonio Brown. Wow. And we have no second rounder. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah, I got to do it, man. Oh, what, are, no, what, are the, no what are the odds that those third rounds are going to be anything like A.B.? I mean, he was – what round was he? He wasn't a first-round pick. He was like sixth, I believe. <laughs> I'm saying, like, you know, pretty, I mean, if we had someone that knows what they're fucking doing in the front office and knew how to scout, yeah, they should be but, players. But the, thing with, the thing with A.B. is, though, he still has about three, four years left of but he's absolute 31. dominance, bro. I don't agree with that. He's 31 years oh, old, dude. Stop. You, you don't think he's going to be dominant next year? Five years? No, next year, maybe. Four or five years. I, I, I didn't say four or so. five. I said three, four. You just said that. You said four or five. No, I said three, four. Play the tape. Oh, Play the my. tape. <laughs> you, yeah, you just sound like your dad right there. It's so funny. <laughs> All right, whatever. Three, four years. Now they're saying he wants a new contract. Dude, the guy's getting paid gazillions. Well, I'm not giving him another contract. He's not getting paid gazillions. He's getting paid 15 million. That's not a lot of, I'm sorry. I didn't know you make $15 million. It's not a lot of money. My I do. <laughs> so if they sign him, they bring him over. Wait, right? time out. Him. Before you keep going. Because, I, 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 you know, I, I'm, in my, I'm in, my, in my office right now. Uh, <laughs> You're lair. <laughs> Antonio Brown's stats since 2013. Oh, I just God, want to read these numbers off for you. 
I'm okay. just gonna do. I'm just gonna. And do... then all you should do when you're done reading those, <laughs> you know what you do? Crumble them up and shove them up your ass because I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Well, well no, me... I want you to hear them because I want you to understand what we could okay. have. Read me Larry Fitzgerald's too because Larry Fitzgerald said he's being a fucking retard. I wonder if Larry Fitzgerald has anything to say about that. Oh, is he respected? Yes. Since 2013, 110, 129, 136, 106, 101, 104 receptions. That's six years of dominating the NFL. Who started the football? What? Who threw him the football? Who threw him that football? Big Ben. Yeah, the guy who's talking shit about not giving her the ball. He threw him 136 passes. Who cares? Oh my god. Why is that your problem? Are you are you are you Big Ben's boyfriend or something? Who cares? <laughs> Come down. Maybe Sam Donald loves him. Who, maybe they get along. Maybe they become gay. Who cares? Eh, get him I on the team. Yes, yeah, I don't know. I don't think so. But and what about what else? Well, how many yards do you have every year? Starting from 2013, we got 1500, 1700, 1834, 1300, 1530, 1300. Wow, and he's complaining. Unbelievable. And then you want, then you want to go touchdowns, big boy? Eight touchdowns, <laughs> thirteen touchdowns, ten touchdowns, twelve touchdowns, nine touchdowns, and fifteen touchdowns. Listen, no one's denying the guy's talented, bro. The guy's one of the best receivers in football, obviously. But the way I feel like it happens to the Jets all the time. The guy's already performed. Now he'll come to us, get a new contract, and not perform. I'm calling a bold prediction right now, baby. <laughs> okay, yeah. Le'Veon Bell ahead. and Antonio Brown lining up with Gang Green next year. And Tony Tap on a third and 12 <laughs> is going to – Toe tap his way into the into the fucking end zone, and every fan's gonna be cheering. I'm gonna look at you and say, "I told you so." Yeah, and I'm gonna say, "I'm gonna point to you and say, I told you so about Sam, you fucking asshole." <laughs> Said he can't throw in the cold weather, you dick. Well, let's see what he could do still. Oh, okay, yeah, all right, yeah, all right. Well, Tony toe taps. We'll see what happens. They should not be trading a lot for him though, dude. Today they said the Jets got involved again, so it's like Oakland, the Jets, Titans. I forgot who else he said, but those are like the main teams. God, bro, if I was him, I would not want to go to the Titans. No, well, he, you know what the fun thing is? That I can see the Steelers really just saying, you know what? Let's make this guy live in his life a live in hell. Oh, imagine. Can you imagine? That would be the worst place to go to. Bro, I mean. Or like Bills, the Bills. Yeah, the bi- Bills, he wouldn't be too happy about either. No, he wants to go somewhere like, bro, New York is, I mean, really is like. That's his town. That's perfect for him. Yeah. Like, just... It's media fa- media crazy. and uh... Yeah. I don't know about the media, how much he loves it. But let's be real. If he was on the Jets, obviously, I would root for him. I would want him to, you know, to help us win games. I just don't like the way he's acting, bro. I don't like of that Of course not. He's being a little bitch. I agree. Yeah. But guess what? Sometimes shit happens, bro. But, you <laughs> know, not everything's meant to be. So guess what? Yeah. You break up with <laughs> each other. Now they date and maybe they last. And then they get a, yeah, they, maybe. They do a Super Bowl run. Who knows? Yeah, who knows? But, but let me ask you, is, is, is it not worth getting, though, and trying? Well, I just think the Jets have so many holes that if they – I just don't want them to trade too much for them because I know, dude, you built through the draft. The Jets are the team that always do these big moves and they never work out. Favre and fucking uh, Braylon Edwards and Brandon Marshall, Decker. They do all these big moves and they don't work out ever. So it's like, can we like build the team the right way like the Patriots do? Get like eight, nine draft picks, build a team, good picks, and the team's good for years. The Steelers good every year, every year. Not because they go sign big free agents or make big trades because they build from the draft. Well, we finally the, have Those teams are good because of the quarterback. Yes, but they build from the draft. They build within. Yeah. I, Jamal's gonna be around for ten years at least. I agree. He's a fucking. He reminds me of Brian Dawkins. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, well, like Dawkins, leader-esque. Listen, Dawkins is is one of a kind. 
Yeah, I know. If he, oh my God, bro. If he's, if he's half of that guy, forget it. Yeah, because Dawkins absolutely just demolished people's life. <laughs> Dude, he was a monster. What do they call him? Like uh, something X, whatever X it was. The X Man. Yeah, I don't know what it was, but he's insane. Um, yeah, so whatever. So that's us with Brown. We don't really agree on that. But so, and I guess what else they're gonna do is they have to show up to offensive line, and uh, you know we got Gary V, Gary Virch. Of course, the the guy who's always giving out the, some uh, motivational, uh, yeah, yeah, spiritual quotes on Monday. <laughs> he's a man, that guy, bro. He's a Jeff, big Jeff fan, obviously. Of course, he wants to he wants to buy the Jets one day. So. Yeah, tell him to call me. <laughs> <laughs> so he's in the he's an agent too. He has like a bunch of like big I don't know big, but he has like a bunch of good players as his clients. And one of them is the top safety on the free agent market, Matt Paradis. So it's like, bro, Gary V, hook it up. Yeah, Jets need well, a safety. This is what you know. Uh, if if Gary he's really a Jet fan then. <laughs> yeah, you're going to push his center client to the Jets. <laughs> he should basically <laughs> tell everybody that my client's already going to the Jets. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how that works. But I think, the, honestly, the Jets, like, their offensive line stinks. Like, Winter stinks. Carpenter stinks. You know, that fucking guy long. They let him go. He sucked. Couldn't snap the goddamn ball. But I think Beecham's not – honestly, he has a bad rap, Beecham. Like, I look at all, like, those advanced analytics and shit, and they say he's not that good. I feel like Kelvin Beach is a pretty – he's a solid left tackle. He's not the worst tackle in the world. You know what's crazy? Like, everyone always says the Jets' offensive line was so bad, but, like, I don't really remember them being that bad. Yeah, I feel like Sam was not sacked a lot. Yeah, right? I feel like in the last eight games, Sam was just, you know, three-step yeah, three like drop back and just drilling people. Yeah. Like, like uh, Shell in the end. He's okay. He's a decent right tackle. And beats him on the left side. He's pretty good. But the inside, that guy Josh Harrison or whatever took over long. I don't know if he's going to – he might stay at center. Who no, knows? they need to they – they're definitely getting a new center. That's, they that's need two guards and a center. They need two guards and a center. They're not getting three. I mean, they need him. <laughs> I don't no, know what they're going to do. but They don't need him. They want three. We need two. Uh, so maybe they'll get two guards. I heard the guy Saffold from the Rams was, like, really good. They're going to – might grab him. So maybe they're going to grab two guards. Well, I heard the kid from the Patriots is who they really want. Who, Lyman? Trent, Trent Brown. He's a free agent? Yeah, they let him go today. Really? Yeah. I don't know about ex-Patriots, bro. Although I like Flowers. <laughs> flowers, bro, I like him. Yeah, Flowers. but like, He's good. Flowers, you're getting sort of like a Richard C- uh, Seymour. Seymour. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, I, and they always – He's not the sexiest guy. No. No, he's not, but they, you know, they do say Patriots, you know, they usually, when they let guys go, they never, like, do the same, because, like, they, you know, usually pay the guys they know they have to, but Trey Flowers is going to get a lot of money, and, bro, if you watch him in the playoffs, he dominated. He did. And his stats, if you look at his stats, they are dominant. So, the Jets have to spend, I mean, they can't just draft an edge. They need another edge rusher. They got to get two. So, it's really down to, like, Fowler, Trey Flowers, and honestly, dude, a guy I want. Got cut yesterday. Justin Houston is perfect for the Jets. I agree. I, I want him. Perfect. I want him really bad. You oh, bro. You got to mix some bets with the rookies. How old is he? Do you have that over there? Thirty? Was he thirty? Justin Houston. Yeah, I think he. I know he was hurt like 30. a lot last year. Last year, the year before, he's been hurt a while. But he's a pass rusher, bro. That's all he is. Get him on the field, third down, rush the pass. He is uh, just turned thirty. Okay, so he's 30. He's not going to get a huge deal. No. They need a veteran pass rusher. And he gets, get he gets nine sacks every freaking uh, – Dude, every year. Yeah, nine sacks uh, this year, nine, nine and a half last year. Oh, my God. Give me him, bro. Please. Yeah, he knows what to do. Please. He knows what to do. He's a veteran, and they need veteran leadership. He had 22 sacks a couple of years ago. No way. Yeah, 2014. Holy shit, 22 sacks. He almost broke the record. He was like a half a sack 22 away. 22 sacks. He has, he has almost 80 sacks already as his career. 
Oh, my God. Him and Tom Bahali were, like, lethal. Yeah, so they should go after Houston. I know they want to get, uh, was it, Dante Fowler? But that's another thing I see, like, all the time. Like, Dante Fowler, you compare his stats to the guy Copeland we have, they're almost the same. Like, he's, like, he just has a big name. Yeah, cause, but cause I don't know how really the, good he is. Uh, first, what was the first round? Yeah, top five pick, I think it was, yeah. But, I mean, if the Jags got rid of you, you know what I'm saying? I mean, how good can you be? Not that good. <laughs> so, I know that, listen, they need somebody, so they got to spend on somebody. If they draft an edge rusher and sign someone like that, then, yeah, they're going to have a new, you know, new defensive line. But I want them to get the right guy. But why can't they go sign two guys? Or linebacker they, like Mark They Zatter. better have about six, seven new guys, man. Oh, without doubt. They have to read their whole team. They have to read their whole team. This is the, this is the end that <clears throat> Mikey Max got to be sitting there saying, if I don't do my job, I'm getting fired and I can't have yeah. that. I mean, listen, the Jets won, what, four games last year? Four and 12. Four. Back-to-back years. And he, back-to-back years, yeah. There's no – I mean, I'm friends with uh, – I know a guy who writes for The Post. He's a big Jeff fan. And he said that he thinks the Jets can win nine games this year, which I was like, bro, like, take it easy. The Jets can win 13 games next year. I mean, that's <laughs> kind of it right now. It all depends on who's – this is the beauty about football, which is – No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, every year is different. You, every year is different. Because think about it. If they got Bell, they got uh, Mosley, they got Weddle, they got this guy – it's a whole new team. Yes, exactly. So, you know, people might think you're crazy. That's why if we want to talk about this topic now, we talk about odds of, of gambling – Oh, you know, I know. I was gonna deny we, your we got <laughs> we got the Jets right now at at almost eighty and ninety to one on some. Which sites. is a joke. Which is such a joke. Which here's the thing though, they deserve to be that high. But if you are you know trusting the GM, you Man. you throw a hundred bucks in that, you're winning eight thousand dollars off of a, a gamble that you're trusting. Him, Super you trusted him to to bring in the plays that he promises he's gonna bring in. Yeah, I just feel like teams like. I don't know how many teams have gone from like four and twelve to win a Super Bowl the next year, but I just I'm not like looking for the Jets to win a Super Bowl this year. I want them to just make the playoffs. Like it's been nine years. Listen, we grew up in the two thousands. If you ran out of two thousands, the Jets were one of the most successful teams. They made the playoffs every other year, if not back to back. Once two thousand eleven hit, dude, they haven't made the playoffs in nine years. That fucking time has flown by. I blink my eyes and what the fuck? The Jets sucked for eight years. It's not normal. Yeah, it's it, and you know what it is, man. It they're they're out of it by freaking October. Oh, it's terrible, dude. And we're we're talking about we're talking about the draft in November. Come on. Yeah, we're, we're actually at my house making pasta and praying that the Jets lose the game. <laughs> yeah, exactly. For a draft pick, like what? I mean, remember we used to, we used to go to the road game. We went to Indianapolis, bro. We went to that fucking game seventeen. Like we were going to all these games. It's like, oh, the Jets are good. The Jets are good. With Sanchez, they have the potential. Is once you get a quarterback, he automatically makes you like two to three wins better. If they add the talent around, they should be able to get to nine, ten wins. Listen, if the Titans can compete to almost make the playoffs, the Jets should be able to do it. The NFL is a 50% turnover every year for playoffs. The Jets can easily do it. They have to add the pieces. They have the money to do it. I agree 100%, and I hope that uh, he steps up this year for us. I mean, listen, it's next week already, so. Yeah, next week's the 13th, right? But we'll probably hear guys sign it before. Yeah, well, that. The, so that. it's March 10th. Everyone can start negotiating. Okay. But you can't sign till the 14th uh, at 12 o'clock at midnight. Oh, is that what it is? So, oh, well, oh, technically, yeah. technically 13th at midnight. 13th at midnight. That's a Tuesday, right? It's a uh, 13th to Wednesday night. Oh, really? Because next week, I know we're going to do – next Tuesday, I want to do uh, – we're going to do another episode. We're going to bring try to bring everybody on. And hopefully some free agents will have signed the race. So we could just fucking just – Do some ra- – Pull our, do some pull some our rapid, hair out. Yeah, and some rapid fire who's signing and shit. And we'll get uh, we'll try and get the other big boys on. But uh 
yeah, so that's basically what we think about the Jets this year. And uh, let us pray, man. We just keep praying, <laughs> keep hoping. It's potential. Yeah, if you look at their schedule, it's not the easiest schedule. But it's not the hardest schedule either. Yeah. If they get enough talent, they can compete, bro. When you have a quarterback, you can compete against anybody. By the way, uh, I know you're a big Twitter guy. You got you to gotta see this on Twitter. It's so funny. What? Uh, there's this man out there. His name is Eric Weddle, right? Yeah, I know Eric Weddle. He's a place for safety. No, but this is the funny thing. Uh, so, this is like a computer scientific nerd, and his name is, his uh-huh. name is the same name as Eric Weddle. Oh, so everyone on Twitter right now is is writing to him and not the professional Eric Weddle. <laughs> hey, let me tell you something right now. If you want a quick five minute giggle, you will hundred <laughs> percent go on this Twitter handle because this kid, this people are writing to him, dude. You got to come to Pittsburgh, bro. Dude, you got to come to Dallas, bro. <laughs> and he's writing to him. He goes. Totally, man. Like, how much money you offer me? <laughs> and then, wait. So he doesn't have. Eric Weddle's known for his big beard, and yeah. uh, in the picture, this guy doesn't have a beard. So oh listen, God. most football fans don't even know what the hell anybody looks like. Yeah, everyone of course. Has a, everyone has a helmet on. Yeah. So people are tweeting him. They're like, "Wait, well, Eric, why the hell did you shave your beard for?" It's like, you know, <laughs> they actually think this is actually Eric Weddle. <laughs> and I'm, I've been laughing at my phone for the last hour. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, they did. They did that with uh, Brandon Marshall. He went to the Jets, and they were like, everyone was talking shit to him, and it was Brandon Marshall, linebacker on Denver. Yeah, but this is, this, like, is actually, this is actually some like 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 nerd, bro. Someone tweeted some at him. He's like, he's like, you don't look like a football player. You look like a nerd. <laughs> he's like, he goes, I'm not a nerd. He goes, I'm just, I'm not the Eric Weddle that you think I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a nerd. I'm just not the guy you're tweeting at. That's all. Oh my god. Wait. By the way, this is like complete sidetrack. Like, literally has nothing to do with sports. I wa- did you watch the, the Leaving Neverland documentary on HBO? No, I wanted to though. <clears throat> Dude, I watched that shit about Michael Jackson. Like, quick note to everybody out there: if you like love Michael Jackson, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I used to like Michael Jackson too. He's a disgusting pig. So I tweeted like, "Oh, fucking disgusting!" Like Michael Jackson, whatever. And I really like, put the hashtag. I been getting death threats for like two days from Michael Jackson, like truthers. Really? They're literally like, "We will kill you." <laughs> they're psychotic talk about like, how someone's music could really make uh, everybody change their mind about some sick bastard dude I'm my, like, tour, like, my wife was like yo you have to delete your twitter like, people will not stop mentioning me it's like I'm famous <laughs> and, and, and it's like it's one lady's like she's like well she's like, what are you talking about you talking about the truth about what really happened with Michael how he's innocent and I'm like no I'm talking about how he's a fucking pedophile <laughs> and she's like <laughs> she tells me like she tells me it's like analysis I was like okay sorry professional pedophile fucking Nowhere, like, what do you want me to do, lady? Leave me alone. <laughs> I'm like, a little worried. So that's a sidetrack. Might have to delete my Twitter. But uh, other than that, I want to say real quick, the Mets today. You see what happened with uh, with uh, what's his name? Fucking uh, Alonzo Dominic Smith. They both bat like over 400. Did you uh, did you see the thing I sent in the the chat with the MLB projections with the Mets? Yeah, yo, everyone's low on the Braves. But the low on the Phillies too, actually, though. No, where they have 87, 88. Yeah, I saw like the Nationals and the and the Brave, uh, the Nationals and the Phillies are like tied, same record almost, and the Mets are like right below them. Listen, that's a, that's just another uh, whole another nightmare of a ownership. That's a whole nother freaking argument itself because I still don't understand if your rival signs of Bryce Harper, uh-huh. go get somebody else now. Go sign somebody. Just do it just to get press in the in the papers and, and help the team out. Sign Keiko, sign Kimbrel, get somebody in here. I think, honestly, bro, I think if uh, what happened with the Yankees with uh, Severino today, maybe they might go sign Keiko now. Who knows if it's serious? They might. I mean, they're saying now Severino's going to be out for a month, which is not, oh, it's not good. 
If that was the Mets, then you know he'd be out for the year. Oh, listen, the Mets are cursed. I'm, I, I got to find out who cursed them because uh, wh- wh- what is this shit, man? Every freaking spring. Wait, Rosario yesterday. Rosario got hit in the fucking hand with a ball. I thought he was out for the year. It doesn't make any sense why God hates the Mets. I mean, every I the injuries. I would just really love to see this team stay healthy because you know yeah. you look at the team. They're not a bad. It's not a bad team. No, it's not. It's the I mean of like every position is like a solid. They have like a solid thing for everything they need, you know, like a solid bench player, solid like Listen, bullpen, solid. Everything. People don't understand how good this kid coming up to Pete Alonso is. He he's gonna yeah. dramatically, dramatically change the the offense. Yeah, but how about Dom Smith, dude? And Dom Smith, you know, see Dom Smith. I, I want to know what he took on his diet because. Uh, oh no, yo! They said he had sleep apnea, yeah. and he was stopped breathing eighty nine times a uh, eighty nine times a minute during his sleep. So he would never get any sleep. And he finally got a machine. He said his life is completely different. And it shows he's batting 500. I understand that. But, like, how did he lose, like, all that weight? It's called stop eating fucking cheeseburgers <laughs> and fucking uh, no. fried chicken. Dude, have fucking... you seen him, bro? Well, he's thin. Thin. He's the, he used to be fucking a big guy. He's the skinniest dude in the world. Well, maybe he realized with all the abuse he was getting online about how fat he was, how much he sucked. <laughs> he thought, oh, I want to play Major League Baseball. Yeah. And Pete Alonso's right up his ass. Now they're saying they're going to send Pete down. And, bro, who knows? Like, Dominic Smith was a top prospect. Imagine he just, like, starts raking and it's like, yo, we can't even bring Alonzo up. Well, then what do you what do you do then? Because <laughs> I don't know. I, the Mets don't know what to do then, I think. Which I guess is always a good problem. <laughs> they could tra- They could either trade. Yeah, that's a good problem. They could do, like, the Yankees. They could do left-righty, you know, platoon. Maybe trade, maybe have... trade Alonzo. I don't know about that. Trade Smith or anything. Why? Well, who knows? Yeah, Alonzo might not be it. You don't know who might not be it. If somebody said to you right now, Corey Kluber for Alonzo, do you do it? I wouldn't do that, no. You wouldn't do it? I personally wouldn't do that. I, we, to me, we already have two top flight guys. So to give up on a guy who could be playing for the next like 10 years was for Kluber, who's like 30, 31. I'm not saying he's not good. I just wouldn't do that trade. Personally, I, I wouldn't. Well, do does Kluber put you over the top? I mean, to be filthy, that's for sure. Yeah, you know what? I'd have to think about it. If Dom Smith is dominating, I guess I'd have to think Just about, think about that. it. Now, picture in the postseason, you got DeGrom, Kluber, Syndergaard. O-M-G. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah, it would be pretty good. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing, good. man. No team would want to see that team. The Yankee fans would be pretty fucking jealous. Shout out, Carm. Yeah. <laughs> Yankee fan. Listen, I, I became a New York guy, though, so I want I want all New York teams to do Because you bet the Yankees to win the World Series, you asshole. Well, I'm all about value, bro. Oh, shut up, you fucking idiot. I'm like, bro, if I, I tell this kid, all right, you got the Yankees win the World Series. If it was game seven World Series, <laughs> bases loaded, right? Yankees could lose on a base hit. And I told you, whatever amount of money you had bet, I will give back to you. You will not lose it. Would you want the Yankees to lose that game? You're like, no. What are you fucking kidding me? But wait, why would I want them to why? What's, the, what's that going to do? Bro, you do not like the Yankees. You grew up hating them. You sound, but here's the problem with you. You sound like an idiot. Man. Like, whether they win or not, nothing's going to change. So if the, it changes a lot. Fuck them. If the Mets don't win, if they don't get there, I don't really care who wins, to be honest. I'm not one of those fans who's going to sit there and root, don't win, don't win. Yeah, I root against the Yankees always. Dude, I rooted against them in 2001. That's fucked up, but I did. <laughs> I didn't want them to win then. If so, it's making me money, yeah. who cares? Yeah, well, I guess that matters. But if you weren't making any – if there was no money on the line, do you want the Yankees to win the World Series? No. <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> I don't want them making uh, the playoffs. <laughs> you should bet the fucking under. I don't want them, I don't want them to the even freaking win 60 games. 
I want like fucking. I want judge to like fucking suck. He'll be like, what with the judge? Well, the, the thing <laughs> is though, I mean, let's call it what it is. Like you're a small baseball guy. Yankees are yeah. a good team, man. They're the best. I mean, a bunch of Yankee fans think that the Red Sox are the best team in baseball. Yeah, they won the World Series, but honestly, that Yankee lineup is ridiculous. Gary Sanchez is going to be what he was. That lineup is just not fair. I agree. I mean, it's not fair. And then, you know, talking about not fair also, like, you see fucking Harper talking about bringing Trout in in two years? Fucking Mets are fucked. I just, uh, I don't got it. He's coming to the field. Can films, you imagine dude. the pain in, He's the pain in outfield $70 million, two positions? Bro, two, I mean, the best player in baseball, uh, one of the best players in baseball history, and then a top 20 ball player. Yeah, I mean, why not? You could do a lot with that. Well, I, the good thing is, is I have a friend who has a friend whose friend's friend has a friend. <laughs> a lot of friends. A lot of friends. And they, they know Mike Trout's brother, uh-huh. Tyler Trout. And uh, uh-huh. he's actually he's from Philly. Yeah. He said uh, you could book it that Mike Trout Dude, will be a Philadelphia Philly. Dude, it's 100%. Bro, I have a customer who knows a guy who knows another <laughs> guy who Harper, I mean, a Trout. He's from Philly. You know, I think he grew up in South Jersey, but he's a Philly fan. He goes to the Eagle games, whatever. He still texts his dad, this guy said, like at the end of the night or during the day and stuff. Like, yo, the Phillies were good today. Oh, the Phillies won today. Phillies pulled it out. Like, he t- he watches the Phillies as a fan still. He plays in the major. Like, everyone I know, I was telling Don when I was on with him, usually guys that we know that play baseball and shit, they really didn't watch baseball. Like, a lot of guys I knew that were really good at the sport, they weren't huge, like, fans of the sport. They were just like, yeah, whatever. I don't really watch. I, you know, they focus on becoming great. He is addicted to, like, the Phillies, supposedly. No, well, listen, he's a huge Phillies. I mean, he, he, he has actually season tickets to the Eagles. That's insane. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it's obviously, it's going to be a dream. He's going to want it. So, they're like, oh, will the Mets go for him? Like, dude, he's not playing for the fucking Mets. No, like, he'll either be a Philly or a Yankee. Yeah, I don't think. I think the Phillies are locked. The, the and problem I is, though, I, I mean, he, you, give, you give Harper 330, that means yeah. Trout's going to get 420. Bro. And no opt-out either for Harper, which is insane. Yeah. Yeah, but Harper said, I'm only making $25 million, which honestly is not a lot. Some pitchers make 30 So he's like, he left room for them to pay him, yeah. you know, 35 a year, say. Only, ma- only making a million dollars a month after taxes. Oh, that's it? <laughs> <laughs> and he actually, wait, he's like, yeah, I'm playing for the best city in the world. Oh, shit. Yo, go shave your beard, you fucking jerk. Let's give a shout-out to Syndergaard for that. For that yeah, oh, my God. Yeah, I want to bring a title back to D.C. Oh, I mean, uh, I mean, Philly. And then Syndergaard said, oh, I mean, Queens. He doesn't really like him. No, of course. He's called call him a douchebag. It's all year. about the rival, but listen, yeah. so, imagine somebody just gave you $330 million and you don't even know oh. where the hell you are. Oh my god, dude! I would do anything for that. <laughs> do whatever they tell me. Do anything, <laughs> anything. <laughs> Yo, they honestly like the Mets have two years to win a World Series because after that, if Trout comes in this division, we're fucked. Oh, we better, we better hope for the D- the DH to come into the NL, bro. That's all I know. And honestly, the Mets pitching eventually they're gonna die out, and then what are the hell? What yeah. the hell are they gonna do? Exactly. They're not signing DeGrom, obviously. They're not even talking to him, which is fucking ludicrous. And Syndergaard, who knows? Maybe they'll give him like a Severino deal. I agree. I mean, uh, Syndergaard's going to get a little bit more than him because he's white, but... Uh... Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. That's not right, but... We'll it's see. not right, but he, he probably has the proper uh, agents and knows how to read the contract. Because uh, <laughs> by, by that, what you mean by that is, like, let's clear it up, too, is, like, the Dominican guys, you know, I was talking about this a couple of episodes ago, like, they're more from, like, malnourished, tougher in areas, you know, they come from tougher situations. The money will help them faster. And no one comes from Texas where his family's, like, 
you know, they got money. They don't really they're not struggling. So for him, he's he's more mentally aware of I'll wait it out. I'll get a bigger contract than you know Severino or more Latin players are. No, absolutely, yeah. I agree, hundred yeah, percent. So. I mean, at the end of the day. Uh, Severino probably knew his arm was hurt, and then he's like, "Let me just take." Yeah, some wait, man, how about that one? Yeah, I said that. To, I said that to Carmen and Nick when they were on a couple uh, episodes ago too. I was like, "Yo, imagine like he knows there's something up with him, and like he fucking yeah. just took the deal." Four and eight, he took a cheap deal. Oh yeah, it was a good deal for it was a good deal for him because he made money, and you know, in case he gets hurt, and it was a good deal for the Yankees. They're not yeah, really but that you fucked. know what? Nowadays in baseball, as an ace, he could have made a lot more money. Oh, without doubt, but I mean. I mean, not because I'm I'm not a Yankee fan, so I couldn't. I guess I don't have an affiliation to him, but I don't see him as really that great. Uh no. I mean, listen, his numbers were good because the offense puts up 16 runs a game. Yeah, but, yeah. He, so far, it's been proven that the guy cannot throw a big game for his life, depending on it. Yeah, I don't know why the Yankee fans really tout him so much. I feel like Tanaka is actually a better pitcher than him. Yeah, Tanaka is filthy. He's reason. I mean, he's got balls. Those Japanese guys got fucking huevos. Like in uh, Cleveland, what is it, uh, Major League? You got no marbles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> so, I'm excited for yeah. baseball season. Yeah, so baseball. I mean, right now, you know, I wanted to get on and talk with the Jets today. We have the big, you know, two weeks for football. Obviously, you know, baseball is coming up. But, bro, like I said, the NFL runs the world. Like, everything's NFL all the time. They're even dominating fucking March now, which, like, should be baseball. But how much spring training can you watch? So Boring. Where about football? Yeah, it's boring. Exactly. Opening days all matters. You're going opening day, right? Uh, I'm going to uh, D.C., yes. Oh, it's huge. That's nice. Yeah, I'm excited. I'll, I'll be in Italy when you're there. Nice. AC Milan. Milan Forza. People don't want to hear about that for sure. We won't get views on that. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, that was, uh, that was us about Jets. We'll talk about the Jets today. Next week, we're going to have another pod. We're going to get some more guys on. Hopefully, there'll be a lot of signings next week <clears throat> so we could uh, literally just go fucking nuts and hear what we really think <laughs> about these guys. Yeah, that, that should be and, fun uh, when we go back on and uh, with, with cheering and celebrating and toasting to yeah. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh, my God. I'm going to quote you next week if Bell signs with somebody else. That was his fucking kid wanted to toast to this. <laughs> oh, my God. Listen, it was good having you on. I think, you know, me and you, obviously, me and Joe, we go way back with the sports. We're always the ones really talk the most when it comes to all this shit. We like all the same teams. So you were good, man. Your first episode, you did all right. I'll, I'll offer you a contract, baby. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, glad <laughs> to be on. I'll go back to the office and do some uh, studying for next week. And uh, <laughs> I just got one more uh, request again. Yeah. Send me still batting last. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I just want to say out there a oh, shout out to the Spartan Softball, back to back champions. Uh, it's our softball team. And, uh, yeah, season's coming up. We're getting ready. No big deal. Yeah. <laughs> no big, <laughs> no big deal. deal. We're just, no big deal. We're big, we're big time. No big deal. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, <laughs> all right. Listen, thanks for coming on. We'll talk next week. All right, man. I'll talk to you Have later. a good one. All right. Thanks. All right. I want to thank my cousin Joe for coming on. He was great. The kid's a natural. Obviously, he knows his sports. Uh, he'll definitely be on more with the uh, We'll talk some odds and stuff as March goes on Because the kid knows his stuff when it comes to gambling too uh, Next week, like I said, we're going to have a big Free agency podcast I hope to get everybody on that want to get on You never know, as I said, life happens um, It's either going to be A very celebratory episode Or you're going to hear some really dark Pissed off shit coming out of our mouths About the Jets uh, Thank you for listening Subscribe on uh, Apple Podcasts Share it out on Instagram. If you like it, something you like, something you like, something you didn't like, comment. Hit me up. You want to be on. Thank you. Appreciate it. Also, 
Like my cousin said, Steve Santa, you're batting last. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> Stay disgruntled, everybody. Thank you. <laughs>